0: Block Talk Radio. This is Colin from Cannot Justify. You're rocking Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkins, and Big Swing.
1: Well, good evening. If you're hearing that music, that means we have just intercepted your radio program. A little football terminology there this is the icon here on 89.1 ken's fm we got another blockbuster show here and i'm uh just sitting here hanging out with my buddies here and i do believe that uh zing has arrived in zing in zing in uh, and uh, uh we're waiting for matthias uh he should be here uh shortly uh, uh, uh
2: this is Ped zing I'll be reporting live from an undisclosed location
1: there you go and uh <laughs> And uh, Matthias is a new champion, so uh, I'm sure that uh, Whoa. I'm sure with all that gold that he is carrying around is, um, well, I guess you could say the gold that he's carrying around might be uh, a little toll to get him down to the studio. So we'll hope he'll get here soon. You bet. But until uh, until he arrives, we'll catch up with him. There he is. As uh, you spoke, look at that title. Right? He's got the title. Speak of the devil. And uh...
2: Speak of the nightmare, the midnight nightmare Matthias. Right. Welcome. And, he, and he's got a, a, a huge belt over his, draped over his shoulder.
1: And, what do you got there, buddy? And where did, you, where did
2: you steal that piece of hardware from? Uh, from
1: Wisconsin. <laughs> all right, from Wisconsin. Wow. That's uh, beautiful. That's, that's some, some hardware. So how many APBs are out looking for you right now?
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, none that
1: can find me. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I want to wish you a congratulations. We're going to talk to you about that in a second, but first congratulations. Of off, let's go ahead and talk about who uh, we have on tonight, then we'll uh, catch everybody up on what's everybody going on, especially some of my health issues we've got going on. Uh, our first guest tonight will be Carmine Cardona. Uh, he's a producer, actor, and writer. We're going to talk to him. That's uh, what they all say. Right, we're going to have Michael B. Ran. That's B. Ran. He's an actor. We're going to talk to him. Is that like B. Ran from uh, Malibu's Most Wanted? Something like this, like uh, B. Ran on the Run. So we're going <laughs> to talk to him. And we're also going to talk to Josie Katz. And uh, she's an actress. And uh, she's got a few interesting films that she's going to talk to us about as well. But first off... Uh, She's, wow. got, she's got some some films in the in the pipeline currently. I she, she does, yeah. and I'm sure you did all your research. So we'll uh, I did my due diligence. Yeah, we'll rely on that. So uh, Matthias, let's 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 uh let's uh, yeah, just, you, let's, uh, let's get going. What's going on with that uh, thing you got on your shoulder there? Tell us about it. Well,
3: as I promised, all the haters and losers on my Facebook profile and anybody that had to ask, can so you didn't lie to us? No, I did not lie. I promised each and every one of these losers I was going to be uh, coming home with this beautiful title drinker on my waist yet again. So I am now a two-time All-Out Pro Wrestling uh, World Heavyweight Champion. I went to Nielsville, Wisconsin on Saturday afternoon where I sent, uh, the uh, as and this is his title, so the uh, what he calls himself, the Bastard Son of Odin, Devil and Cain. I sent him to Valhalla empty-handed without the title. And uh, me, Oliver Williams, Pete King, and my newcomer to the King's Investment LLC, Jason Draven, got to celebrate uh, with a beautiful uh, title celebration down in Wisconsin after I sent the Viking down uh, empty-handed and empty-packing.
1: Well, congratulations
3: on that. Congratulations. Now, when do you have to give it back? Well, you know, I don't plan to give this up anytime soon. Yeah, that felt after, after I had to uh, give her up uh, due to my knee injury five months ago, I had to willingly tap her out uh, to pro uh, wrestling, and I was never planning to give her up. Well, now that I have her back, uh, trust me, this will not be leaving my shoulder or my waist anytime soon. And me and uh, the my advisor slash financer slash owner of the company, Pete King, my manager Oliver Williams and our newcomers to uh, King's Investment LLC will make absolutely sure that that does not happen anytime in the near future.
1: Well, you know, we wish you congratulations, and uh, let's go ahead and catch up. Uh, we'll catch up with uh, Pat Zing here, and then we'll uh, we'll kind of uh, go go with the sad stuff that's going on with me. But uh, Zing, what's going on with you, man? Uh, well, um, my appearance tonight is um,
2: possible uh, because uh, I'm on loan from the Smithsonian, and also it's. Uh, made possible by a generous grant uh, from Mark Feldy of the Moorhead Feldy's who donated a high-end bicycle headlight and tail light uh, for my nighttime journeys. So uh, thanks for the generosity, Mark. And
1: also uh, on loan from Icon Enterprises.
2: On loan from Icon Enterprises as well. And uh, once again, I'm Ped Zing, uh, the world's entrepreneur and preeminent uh, radio mime. And up-and-coming uh, radio trick roper. I'm working on my routine for that. So um, maybe next week I can debut a little little piece of my uh, my new rope tricking move. Uh, uh, they call
1: it. All right. Ooh. Well, uh, we have uh, well we have a good uh, ten minutes here before our first guest uh, calls in. But we will, uh, if they call in earlier, we'll definitely uh, uh, get to them here in a little while. Uh, In the meantime, let's kind of uh, catch everybody up with what's been going on with me. Now, I I don't want to be a downer here, but, and Matthias, you can back me up on this. When health issues happen, there's nothing you can do to prevent them and nothing you can do to stop it. No. And I had some health issues this weekend, and I'll let everybody know what was going on. Uh, Saturday morning I woke up. And my feet were really swollen. They were so swollen, so bad I could not even put on my shoes. And I was unable to go to work, but I did go into the clinic and found out that uh, they need to probably go in and drain some fluid out of my leg and feet because I'm retaining water. I guess you could say. So they're going to take care of that. And uh, unfortunately, uh, we found out my wife has some possible health issues as well. Uh, She's having issues with her leg as well, and we're hoping to get everything back on track and health-wise or else the worst case scenario, we found out is they may have to amputate her leg. And we're hoping that does not happen. Definitely. So... Speaking of knee injuries that you have and then leg injuries that my wife has and feet injuries that my... Ben like say, you better get injured here soon, man. i say, hey, I'm up. It's my turn. Uh, yeah, I have was- one for the team. Yeah, uh you know you, you jumped you, into this gang. You got that bike like run into like a stop sign or something or, or a pedestrian. <laughs> hey, I'm actually I, yeah,
2: I'm considering I've run into cars uh several times on bicycle. All
1: right. Yeah, you better be injured by the next time we see you, <laughs> it. You
2: got it. That's my homework for next time. All week. right.
1: Awesome. So uh our first guest will be calling in here shortly. I think he actually might be on the line. Uh, so what we're gonna do here real quick. Uh, Do you we we have to did... identify a
2: station? Uh, Ken's uh, FM 89.1 yeah, FM.
1: Yeah, we did that. Fargo, right.
2: Barnesville, yeah, Detroit we,
1: Lakes. Yeah, we did that at the beginning. Fort of Ransom. Uh, every, <laughs> as a matter of fact, every hour for yeah, legal uh, legal ID. That's for right. those of you into uh, radio lingo. Uh, but we're going to take a quick little commercial timeout. We'll be back after these messages were our first guests, So stick with us. We will be right back. The new WoodSpring Suites of Fargo, located at 1090 35th Street North at the I-29 and 12th Avenue North Interchange, is an extended-stay pet-friendly hotel with kitchenettes in every room, including a stovetop, full-size bridge, and microwave, plus a big 40-inch flat-screen TV with free Wi-Fi. You can book a room at 701-582-1600 or online at www.woodspring.com. Which brings of Fargo, rated 4.2 by Trust Score. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, bringing all his film knowledge with us tonight. Man, this guy is excellent. I cannot wait to talk to Mr. Carmine Cardona.
4: Hey, this is Carmine Cardona, and you're listening to Attitude Era Monday night, Monday on 89. 89- one Kings FM with your host, the icon and Ted Z, and also Matthias and the big swing.
1: How are you, Carmine?
4: Good to have you with us. Hey, good to, to uh, be on your show. Well, we're uh, what's going have... on?
1: Well, here's how we're gonna do this Carl yeah, Ryan. What is going on? I'm gonna ask you a few questions and then uh we'll uh we'll have you talk to uh Ped Zeng, who's on my right and uh Ryan's on my left. And uh but first off, let's have you give us a little background about yourself and then we'll uh we'll talk to you.
4: Well, I grew up like in the streets of Brooklyn and you know, when I became a teenager I moved out to the island, I got into uh karate and was karate I I did karate for the next, uh, I would say, with the same teacher for the next 11 years. In the midst, I took Wing Chun and did Wing Chun. Got into, did a couple of early films on my own with, like, a Super 8 camera or a regular 8 camera. Uh, When I moved to Florida, that became a whole different deal. I I was a DJ at all this, was a DJ, a club DJ in all the clubs up in New York, Long Island, from the mid-'70s.
1: And uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh uh you have a project upcoming where you're gonna be known as the left handed secret agent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I'm I thought that project, the left handed secret agent. I uh, uh, uh made out like, because, um, uh, the, We're uh, having technical issues. See, yeah, well, uh we might we must be having that a that bad that connection. Uh do you have uh do you have a storm going on where you're at, uh <laughs> I, are you there? Check, check. Hello. Oh, I heard him in the background there. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what's going on. We can hardly hear you. Hold on. Hello, hello, hello. Calling Carmine. Oh, he dropped off. Uh, it must be a phone connect. Well, we'll we'll connect back with him in a little bit. Hey, maybe uh, he doesn't like our show. Well, I, <laughs> I, I don't understand that. Ray, that's so, not possible. Yeah, we have uh, Carmine Cardona as our guests. We're about to be, soon be our guest uh, coming up here, uh, and we have uh, thirty five minutes with him when he gets back. So, wow, that <laughs> yeah, hey, that, that was that was really comp- a super compelling uh, segment there, though. Uh, we got we got
2: we got him started. Um, I, I can. Uh, I have a couple of coincidences with him. When I first uh, got into Q98, uh, I had a hit single called uh, The Dollar of Ben, Jim, and Ped Zing," and they invited me to come to the station and play it. Uh, I brought a Super well, 8 film camera and film black and white
1: Carmine, welcome for my debut. X. How are you? Super 8. Yes. Excellent. All right. All right. How are you, you going? Oh, okay, that's better. You got how me how on? You? Yeah, oh, yeah. Loud and clear. Loud? Definitely loud and clear. Yes. Definitely loud and clear. Uh so uh anyway so we try to so he dropped off again. Yeah. yeah I have, I have no idea what is going on. Uh is there a storm in Fargo guys right now? No there's not. I is there, I don't know if there's a hey, storm where he is. The storm is brewing in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well you know I uh, I like to, uh while we're waiting for Carmine to, uh is was waiting for Carmine to call back. Uh, I'm sure this is revenue rating for well, everybody. You know, for the kids, uh, before
2: the advent of VHS and Beta, uh, there was a thing called Super 8, millimeter film, and uh, for the home use. And so, so parents and uh, film enthusiasts and uh, low-budget filmmakers would use Super 8 millimeter film cameras to create movies and have to edit, splice, you know, real physical media instead of using hard drives and computers and uh, really? software applications. Yeah.
1: So they actually had to do work. Yeah, they had yeah, hands-on work. That's right. Jeez. Those were the days, right? All right. I I, I think he's back. Uh,
4: I'm back. Hello. I- Hello. All yeah.
1: right. Uh, okay, so uh, we have Carmine Cardona. Uh, we, we're we scheduled to have you for another 30 minutes, uh, unless you drop off again. then we'll just chop it off. Oh, that would be 15 minutes
2: to uh, interrupt it every two minutes. I <laughs>
4: I don't know. We keep having a problem. Let's see if, if, if it gets all right now.
1: Well, Hello? Well, we'll, well, yeah, we got you. We got you. We'll, we'll move on. Uh, so now I want to talk to you about some of the uh, projects that you've been involved in. And then, like I said, we'll do a roundtable and we'll come back to me. I'll ask you the tougher questions. But uh, one right. of the first projects that you did was uh, something that I am uh, I could use. It was called Spell Check. I think that was a movie about me and my poor grammar, I think. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that was created by uh William Campbell and uh and we did that that was that wasn't like we sent out each video was sent out and we put it all together and it was about uh things that could get messed up with, with with spell check in uh that that's uh the whole basis of of the film. It was a short film. It won a couple of awards in film festivals, too.
1: So, let me I did a thing. lot
4: of the editing on it.
1: Nice work. Since the film was called Spell Check, how many spelling errors were in the script?
4: (laughs) (laughs) It was the whole script, basically. It it was this one girl that uh, every time she uh, made a call to somewhere, it would change the, the voice, and she would... Uh, all her friends all got mad at her because of it, and uh, then it, it erupted. that you had to get uh, rid of it, so they went to a consuiera, which was like a mafia guy, and that was a scene I played in. but I did a lot of the editing in that film also because i like you know, I like the background work in in the movies
1: so that was uh, uh, technically a movie that uh, was about me now. Uh, if you uh as you're reading that script, uh you notice that uh the next time I'm gonna introduce you, pet Zing, uh if you look at any street uh street uh, sign crossing you might see that pedestrian crossing, pet Zing. And uh what what a great marketing tool. He didn't even have to pay for that because you can see his name all over town. All you gotta do is cross the street. So Genius. So uh, that thing, he's actually got a couple movies uh, uh, that were about you. And uh, you can ask about that. The streets, the new street series and streets two. Uh, go ahead, Ben Singh, what do you got for a guest? Go ahead. Well, uh, first of all, hello. Uh, hello. good evening.
4: Hello, thank How you. you
2: Excellent. So um right. I was just tell me guys during during the during the hiatus during our uh, phone uh, phone loss here that uh I used to shoot Super 8 uh black and white film, and I still have my uh my two cameras. one has sound. one even has sound you know built in sound. um I haven't used them for over a decade though. Can you tell us uh, about your initial filmmaking experience uh using Super 8?:
4: Well, with the films yeah, yeah with the camera um, well were they we are you talking about making the film, right? Make,
2: making the, the film, yeah. Making the film, yeah,
4: exactly. Right. Well, what they did was they only used one camera. They used one camera. It's like one of those, I think it was a, a Canon camera that they used. I use a cam, a Canon T5i. I have And a Canon I offer.
2: use three.
4: Yeah, I use a T5i. What I do, I use three different cameras. I have three T5Rs, and I use different angles. In the movie, The Streets, this was uh, spelled different. If you go find it, you can find it on Amazon Prime, and it's oh, spelled okay. with the S-T-R-E-E-T and Z at the end. You've got to put a Z at the oh. end with The Streets. Otherwise, you're going to get other films.
1: Yeah, and that people. was the only
4: film with... What... Excuse me?
2: On IMDb, they uh, have a dollar sign for the S on Streets, do you have to you have to
4: input that or just an S? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a dollar sign with the streets also. With the S, is the yeah. dollar sign. The S yeah. is a dollar sign. You're going to find it. Now, I did like uh, three uh, different scenes in that. I did uh, one scene uh, at the first one in Streets 1, and I did two scenes in the Streets 2 that I'm in there. And I play uh, Sal the uh the one of the heads of the New Jersey uh mafia who's trying to take over. And that's in that's in the Streets One and Streets Two. They used one camera on that and they had and it took a long time because they had to uh break down and move the camera to a different angle and then they use uh that uh TestCon, I think it's called Testcon uh uh uh, yeah, testcam VR-05 uh, recorder, which they put down in laid right on the table as we're talking. Again, that's sure. good to use. I use that too, but also what I use is I'll, I'll use one of those lapel mics that I'll hide. Yeah, and that you, I think there. You get a, Yeah, I think you get a better sound that way. And that's the way I work it And that's what I That's what I did when I did a lot of my short films When I was involved in it Uh, I did the lapel That you get a clearer sound Uh, Also what I use What you can use also Is uh, stock footage And using the green screen with stock footage And uh, uh, You can get your sound effects From Sound Bible And that's for free This is all stuff that I, I get for free When I do my films On the streets, everything was live. It was uh, filmed uh, on the scene. Yeah, it was filmed on the scene. Everything was filmed on the scene. Where you saw it was, that's it. They didn't use any of that. I think they used a couple of effects, you know, the gunshots and all. They weren't live ammo when they used that. That was all effects. So, uh, yeah, that's what they did on that. Uh, That was directed by Richard Kahn, and uh, he... uh, he was a real good director. He made me feel at ease. I was a little nervous when I got in there because the lines I got, like a week before I got the lines, I had to learn my lines, and they were pretty pretty lengthy what I had to do. So, uh, you know, sure. that was going to And Eddie Rocky Rivera, I was amazed of how he got to scene locations without any problems because a lot of times you have to go and, you know, you have to pay for it or you got to get all that. And I asked him one time, he says he had connections, so I don't know. So, yeah, he was, uh, he was the one that put it all what together. So, uh, yeah, so that movie came out good. It was two long, you know, feature movies, and he was figuring on maybe doing a third one, but that never came out. He put one listed as a third, but what he did was he took scenes from all, like, outtakes, and he put them all together and made another movie. So if you know what you're doing when you're editing, you could do a lot like that. You could take that oh, yeah, in. Yeah, and, for sure. You know. Yeah, Great. I did that one time. Uh, I had a... A thing uh, called, uh, uh, what's his name? It, It was a live reality type show. And what I did was they sent me this from Florida. They sent me a whole bunch of outtakes and this and that. I put it all together and I made it like it was going on live. Oh, sure. Put that all together. Using awesome. sound effects and everything. Yeah, and that's on my yeah. my YouTube channel has basically everything that that I have why done. You,
2: why don't you tell everybody, once again, about your YouTube channel here so they can go check it out?
4: Right. that's My YouTube channel is my name, Carmen Caradona, and that's what it's on. So uh, you're going to see a photo of me, and that's about it. It's very simple. Just go on in, you're going to see all... All my films, uh, my martial arts uh, instruction films, uh, uh, demonstrations, plus the movies I made, uh, uh, a few other things that you a little surprises you'll see uh, of, of certain people that you wouldn't. Uh, know what you're gonna see. <laughs> yeah,
2: so, well, I can't uh, wait to uh, check yeah, it out after so, the show. Um, again, and now uh, could you tell me a little bit about your first, the first movie that you that you made uh, called uh, Face the Wind. Um, can you tell me a little oh, bit, oh, bit about yeah, that's, what over the edge to finally get going and make your first film?
4: Yeah, that was, uh, that's called the classic right now. That only went for, it was a short film, went for tw- uh, 20 minutes, you know, with everything with Bruce Lee and all that, I decided to make a, a karate film. So, uh, I've, I didn't know how to go about it, but I was out of uh, high school at that time. I was maybe about a couple of years out of high school, right before I started DJing. And the kids that were still in school, my younger brother goes to me, well, I know this guy says, you know, about film. So he says, all right, get, t- you know, get in touch with me. So he gave me this uh, regular Super 8 camera, and he did basically the filming of it, and he told me how to do it, and... We filmed it and this is on Super Eight where you gotta send you have to send the film out and you have to wait and pay for the thing to get a little real. Yeah, yeah. And and I had to do that for each scene and we filmed around the neighborhood and we got everybody in the neighborhood involved and then they taught me how to edit and at that time you had a reel to reel with the edit and you had you to the to reel deal. I
2: had one of those still.
4: Right. Yeah, you had to cut it, you had to cut it, splice it and then you had it Tape it together, and that's what I did. Why I edited the whole film. Which, I, I enjoyed that with a, Right, and then it was basically the sound was a separate reel, a reel to reel that I used, and I did the sound with music only. There was nothing else, only music. I didn't know how to do sound at that time.
1: Sure. So we and
4: did
2: then also, that. We did that. Also, yeah, we have to we edit the to reel tape by splicing and taping also.
4: Right, but we, I didn't know that process, so I didn't do it that way. Uh, when the film was shown, it was shown in the neighborhood. We had a big party, had everybody over there. The film was shown, uh, and I ran the sound separate from oh, yeah. the movie, knowing at what point he's to about, put each in the sound house. in. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind yeah, of weird. But now it – good... yeah, but – yeah, that was at that time, but then with today's technology – what I did was I took that same film, I put it up on my thing to edit, I added sound effects to it, I added the, the the recorded music to it, and now it's got sound effects, it's got everything to it, and and it instead of making it two-dimensional, it makes it three- and four-dimensional now when you watch yeah. it. It's a lot better now. If you see it, you're, again, you're going to see it on my YouTube channel, and you're going to see that film, uh, In its entirety, you know, that then I did a second film, eight into uh, five into hell, which was filmed with a super eight. And that's in two parts. And that didn't come out as good as the first one. But uh, basically, they're both karate and kung fu films that are, uh, you know, put together basically for the fight scenes. So Uh, those were the first two that I did.
1: Uh, Carmine yeah. Cardona We got uh, we got about uh, 20 minutes here with Carmine. Uh, we are on 89.1 Kent FM, and uh, for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, we've got our Facebook page, uh, uh, 89.1 Kent FM. Like that, go to Attitude Air Monday Live Money on Facebook. Like that, do a $10 month donation to Power Tower, We'll get you automatically qualified to win a autographed picture from past guests, current guests, and future guests. And we did get a good package from Carmine. So in uh, uh, towards probably the end of the year we'll be doing our giveaway show so uh, so now Carmine I want to ask you uh, about some of your current projects and then we can go back and circle back uh, with some of the other stuff that you've done but uh, the Left Handed Secret Agent it looks like that's in pre-production uh, we get most of our inspiration from IMDB, IMDB.com so if the information yes. is accurate, that's a part of them not a producer that you just talked to uh, so tell us, yeah, tell us about the Left Handed Secret Agent
4: well, The Left Hand Secret Agent, right now I put that on the shelf. When you, that was in pre-production right before COVID, and then COVID hit, and it kind of shelved it because everybody kind of lost interest, and I was trying to raise funds for it, and they kind of lost interest. So what I did was I shelved it. After I, I did a lot of work on it. I mean, the, the uh, script is done, uh, scene selection is done, Camera angles is done. I wrote everything down. Everything is down. Uh, all the promotions that I was going to do is all recorded on how much it was going to cost. All I needed was money to pay the actors. I didn't want the actors to work for nothing, even though some of them said they would work for nothing. So what I did was I shelved the project, and I'm now uh, in the midst of writing the book, which is called The Memoirs of the left Hand Secret Agent. Now, the left Hand Secret Agent is uh, a retired secret agent that was put out the pasture, but something happens. Now, this was the movie part. Something happens that uh, everything, the grid goes out, and nobody can use anything, and, you know, all computers are down, everything's down, so they have to call a a secret agent from the past who does everything, uh, you know, like from the past. He he's, n- doesn't know any of the new stuff and all that. He still writes out his reports. He doesn't type it up. He doesn't know how to use a typewriter. And when he writes <laughs> out the report, and that is when the left hand comes in, when he writes out the, por- the report, it's like what le- I do because I'm left-handed. So when he writes out the report, it kind of like smudges as you write across. And right, things or, like or, that or, happens. Or, or. Right. Right, and he has a lot of uh like uh mysticalness beside him, because he grew up within uh the Asian culture, and he grew up like that, so he has a lot of the martial arts ability in him, and that's how he goes according to uh what he does in order to solve the case and there was uh, going to be fight scenes in it, and it was it was all set up. Uh, there was a knife fight that's supposed to be in. It was a Wing Chun fight. There was a guy coming after him who was big. There was uh, 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 a guy that was the head of the crew, the bad guy. And it was mostly going to be almost like uh, a slapstick, you know, a little funny. It was a cross between Mad Helm and the Pink Panther type. And so the guy was...
1: Is there is there any hope that it'll get picked back up again, or is it just completely gone?
4: <laughs> no, I'm hoping that it'll be picked up again once everything uh, settles down. It settled down thing. I haven't. I want to work on the book a little bit more, which the book is uh, is kind of like it's a fiction book based. I remember when Chuck Barris did that thing. He wrote that that thing, and and everybody he called himself a big, you know, uh, and everybody thought he was. Uh, Uh, a secret agent and work for the secret agent. Well, that's how this, this book is made. This book is somebody finds uh, the memoirs and it is written out as the guy is actually doing it. The secret agent himself and somebody found the memoirs. Uh, Of course it's all fiction. And this goes through each. I had a four movie thing set up with all the script and everything done uh, so I'm adding all that into the book plus a prelude of how he became what he became. And right well, now I'm working on that.
1: Uh, Carmine is our guest here. we got about 15 minutes here with Carmine. The reason why I was hoping that uh, you were going to pick that back up is because I was kind of hoping you could hook me up with uh, to be a guest on the show, one of my favorite actresses that you worked with in that film. Oh,
4: one, excuse me, say that again.
1: Well, the reason why I was hoping that you're going to pick that movie back up is I was kind of hoping you could hook me up with my favorite actress to be a guest on our show, uh, Ellen uh, Pellegrino. Uh,
4: With uh, Anthony, what, Anthony Pellegrino?
1: No, Ellen Pellegrino.
4: Oh, Ellen. Oh, yeah. Well, you want to get Ellen on the
1: show? Hey, let's Let's, uh, let's
2: get Ellen on the show. Let's. Yeah, hear from
1: I, Ellen. I, I definitely I would definitely have been trying to do that. Uh is there any way you can hook that up for us? I know I know you said the film was on the shelf, but do you think you could uh probably uh, hook us up with that?
4: I can give her a call.
1: All right. Yeah, I have again. Yeah, but... I have I
4: have I have all the information. I can give it to Ellen. Uh she's always willing to talk to her. I haven't talked to her in a while. But I love her, and she loves me.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I know because you guys have done uh, so yeah. many projects together. That's why I was hoping you could hook us up.
4: Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's real. Uh, she, in fact, she was in the Streets one and two, and she was like one of the producers of it too.
1: Right. And uh, uh, yeah, another... I want to talk to her about her uh, uh, her meatless barbecue movie.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, I seen that one. <laughs> I see
1: yeah, that. I, I love that it. That's why cool. I was talking about that. And uh, another thing I want to ask you about, uh, a project that you did, uh, it's Java Time. I believe that's where you did a dedication to coffee.
4: Oh, yeah, Java Time. That won an award, too. It won an award for uh, the best, uh, uh, what do you call it, the, the best uh, up-and-coming uh, uh, show or something like that. That's what it won. It won an award in. Uh, in uh, corona queens and uh... yeah java time java time was a first and original that's why it won what it won over there it was the best uh...
0: uh...
4: uh what do you call uh... experimental film it was the best experiment because it was an experiment what i did was i took different people from uh... different parts of the country and i gave them a script and I told them what to do, and they filmed it. And I took it in, and with the, edit, and again editing, I made it into a film. It was a short film. It was about coffee. It was about people who got addicted to coffee in different ways. I'm you know, drinking I have coffee. And one guy that, yeah. <laughs> and one no, guy that it was all called Java. There, there was one guy in India, and this this guy filmed actually. He's he's Indian from India, and he actually filmed it in India and he made the coffee like from scratch they made it look the thing looked like mud and oh, wow. he made the coffee and after that he was out kicking and punching like the martial arts and he could disappear and this and that just because he drank the coffee then oh, there's God. another guy that did coffee. That that coffee, he was addicted, and he couldn't sleep, couldn't do nothing. He got addicted that way with the coffee, you know. And then uh, there was another guy. Now this is what I like. This guy was searching for coffee all over. He finally had coffee, and he's sitting now. He's sitting on the toilet bowl, uh, you know, and he's drinking yeah. his coffee yeah. to finally go to the bathroom. <laughs> that, <Right>. was, <laughs> that, that was that was a kick of that one. Uh, well,
1: you know the the interesting thing is, uh, Carmine. Uh, now in kids days, uh, they don't re- they're not really into coffee unless it's like Starbucks or uh, Caribou. Uh, the kids nowadays, like myself, we're into Monster Energy drinks. Do you think you could do a movie about energy drinks? I would love to star in that uh, for you. I can co-star. I
4: did. Yeah, I did a co. I, I did a commercial for an energy uh, drink uh, company. And it's, you can see it on my YouTube. I did a couple of them. Oh, excellent. And uh, uh, Dino Dino Lizzy's Dino, uh, 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 Energy Drink. And you're going to see it on my YouTube channel. I did a couple of short videos on that, a couple of commercials.
1: So did that. you uh, – Well, that, that, that you,
4: stuff, uh, that's something to consider what you just said. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, you just yeah, I mean, you uh, really you really gave me, you just gave me an connection. idea. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, that, just, that leads me to my next thing. Uh, we have Carmine Cardona as our guest here. We're on 89.1 Kids FM. We've got about 10 minutes. Uh, that uh, leads me to my next thing, trying to get – had saying myself and uh, the Matthias a job on your next project what will they have to do to come work for you you know you mentioned that you don't want to have uh, actors work for free and like i say i can't speak for my goals but i'm willing to do that if you can give me a job just to get me experience and get me out there i'll come carry your bags i'll go get your job uh i'll do anything that you need as long as i can be part of the film
2: yeah and carman this is that's the only reason we uh uh, created this radio program with, uh, yeah, just, it's,
4: just it's for job. a <laughs> so, film and I, jobs. I tell you what, see what that experimental film, that was a new thing that I've been trying to put together is you don't have to leave where you leave. I can send you the script, tell you what to do and then, uh, have oh, yeah. you perform what you right where you are with your camera and then yes. send it to me and then put it together. I did that with Java time. I did that with my up and coming short films that I've been working on, but uh, the doing the effects is so weird. It's taken so long. It's called golden coin again, using that left-handed secret agent character. And uh, we got, I got the same guy from India to be, be the villain. And then I have another guy that, that, uh, he did uh, some of the narration on that. So I, I did, I got other people from different parts of the country or different parts of the state, and you know, and I put them together. Again, using the technology of of editing, you could do just about anything, and you could go to the, into the effects and, and green screen it. I can tell you to green screen it, and you could green screen your part and all you have to do is you don't need a green screen. Get something green behind you and don't wear anything green. Yeah. And film it in front of uh, a, a green background, and then I can put any background behind you.
3: Yeah. And uh, I'm rocking a the Canon.
4: 90.
2: I'm rocking a Canon 90D, so uh, I got the camera covered. Uh, send us the scripts,
1: give yeah. us the rolls, send us the scripts, and we'll we'll uh, send you back some quality footage. Well, come on, let me raise you to the next question. Are you open to people giving you coming to you with ideas to produce films?
4: Well, I'm open to every everything, but what I do is if I get an idea I start I formulate the ideas to uh you know, to fit. You know, some people people have sent me scripts but, you know, they have their own copyrighted scripts and they want me to go buy the scripts. I gave them uh an idea of how to change it. There's some people just don't want to change their script, but you know, I, I look at everything with an open mind. Uh, somebody right. gives me an idea, like you just gave me an energy drink and yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Let's see what I can go with that. You know, I don't know, uh, how to go. Well, I know how to go about it, but you have to build a story. See, in other countries like India, they call it storytelling, movie making, they call it storytelling. So you got to tell a story. <laughs> Right and uh, that's what I try to do. I try everything I try to get a story uh, this one golden coin that I've been working on, the reason why it's so hard. the effects that i 'm using are so strong I have to go in and out a few times. it's not that I have everything I try and get I try and get for free, so I don't have to spend money <laughs> right. That's the bottom yeah, line my, I learned that stuff. I learned that from the Robert Rodriguez uh, school of um, that's Filmmaking. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Sure. The, I've read all I read all his books and, and his movies and uh got background of how he did the movies and he did everything, I mean, for dirt cheap. I mean even yeah, everything you see the effects, those are effects. Uh no that's gunshots, no chipping Understand. away or, on things. And yeah, and I've used, awesome. yeah, right. so, I've used some of that. Right, I've used some of that.
1: Go ahead. Got it. Hello? All right, so so if, we, uh, so if our fans want to check you out and see if you've got a Facebook, an Instagram, YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. What do you got?
4: Uh, no, I don't have – I'm off of uh, – I'm on Instagram, again, under my name. I'm on Facebook under my name. A lot of times people come to try to uh, friend me. Uh, you've got to watch yourself now on Facebook, so unless somebody identifies exactly who they are, Trying to friend me, I just pull over that. That's on that YouTube. You can see me on YouTube. I used to be on uh, what was that one? The one that Elon Musk owns now. Uh, I haven't been on it so uh, long.
1: Twitter.
4: Twitter. Yeah, I dropped. Yeah, I dropped out of Twitter. They got too crazy. You know, so I don't really use that. So there isn't much you're gonna see me. My IDM page. You're gonna. I'm not gonna. That's kind of like a little. uh, shut down not really shut down you can get what i get on there but i haven't put anything new on there not yet so uh everything that's on is on there uh so that's about it so you can get again watch my youtube uh thing uh also i have a podcast that people can listen to it's called uh, yes, uh we would love to, yeah.
1: just
4: ask just ask calm podcast it's on the spotify
1: and when what, does what that air and how can I be a guest on that show? I'd love That's to come and I'd uh, love to bring the
4: ratings for you. Yeah, well, that is all pre-recorded, and I'm coming up to season two. Everything's pre-recorded is on there. So you just go on to Spotify, look up, you see Just Ask Carmine, and just go on. You can listen to the shows. They're half-hour shows of me talking about each thing, filmmaking, martial arts, uh, films. Uh, And DJing, since I was a DJ for 30 years in clubs, I do the inside track of what a DJ really goes through. So uh, that's on there. And uh, that uh, second season is going to go more in depth with everything. Uh, The first season dealt with everything basic, all the basic stuff, how you got in and this and that. Uh, I'm going to, with the filmmaking, I'm going to go with, East Coast filmmaking compared to West Coast filmmaking, because I got friends on both sides that do films.
2: Yeah. So, so East Coast, West Coast I uh,
4: and really- how, Yeah, we're gonna be I'm gonna be doing that, talking about that, you know, all the people I met on the East Coast doing films and people I met on the west coast who do films and everything. I'll be talking about how they do their films and how far they got with each thing. Uh, you can see that. Uh, that's on Spotify with uh, Just Ask Carmine. But the main thing you see me on Facebook, get my uh, YouTube channel go on there. you see all the films. Everything that I complete will go on. In fact, the, the, the film Golden Coin, the first run is on there, uh, but I can't put it in any film festivals because there's a lot of copyright material in it. So I sure. took that same film, and I'm redoing it with no copyright. In fact, if you go on in, you see Golden Coin, watch the film, you're going to see me having a fight with Jean-Claude Van Damme.
1: Oh, wow. And you're honestly what I, the what I did
4: was, yeah, he did He did a green screen, Jean-Claude, with all his kicks and punches. So what sure. I did was I green screened it, put me on the opposite side, ah. receiving and giving him kicks and punches, and I put it so together. beautiful.
1: So when he was doing this, you never told him that you were going to defeat him then, right? Excuse me? Well, when uh, he was doing the green screen, and uh, since you guys weren't uh, together, did, uh, did you let him know beforehand? No, 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 <laughs> no,
4: no, no, we, we won In fact, over there in, in that one, uh, he won. In my oh. my film, I let him win. <laughs> yeah,
1: hey, even respect, though we right? weren't
4: there, the the final thing was him kicking me and him me hitting the ground and going, oh, that's enough."
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but but I'll tell you what, if that was with Steven Seagal, you would
4: have won. Seagal, <laughs> I
1: love it. Hey, uh, Carmen, I don't know with
4: him. That guy's like six foot four, six foot five.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a big dude. Uh, uh, he be, and he, and I know. He be to, I'd be a shrimp block.
4: compared to him. <laughs> I
1: did. I did
4: work with. Uh, Ch- I did work with Chuck Norris. Wow! And that was, yeah. I met oh. him uh, back in '84. '84, he came to Miami when I was in Miami. I was working a tournament, and all day long I was like refereeing and everything for everybody. So at night I was like one of the uh, special guests in there, and uh, he was there too. So when the lights went up, this was right after he did miss it in action, and. Everybody mobbed him, so they had to close the lights, and then they called me over, and I was next to him to stay with him, the rest of the thing. And they took all the big guys, and all the big guys were like the perimeter. But I was the one with Chuck Norris, and through that, I met Bill Wallace. He was there, too. Ed Parker, who was Elvis Presley's bodyguard, he was really nice. Big guy, though. And uh then the following year, Chuck Norris couldn't make it because he was doing uh, Missing in Action 2. And I was supposed to pick him up at the airport. That never happened because he couldn't do it. But then they sent Ban Su Hong, you know, from Kentucky Fried Movie and the Billy Jack Movies.
3: Right. They
4: sent him. So was, uh, I was hanging out with him, doing some work with him so he doesn't get bothered. And then me, him, and one of the bartenders, girl bartenders that he liked, we all went out to dinner. He wanted to get to know my bartender a little bit better.
1: <laughs> sure did. Well, I'll tell you what, Carmen, yeah. we do appreciate you joining with us tonight. You are awesome, and uh, hopefully you'll join us again, and hopefully you can uh, hook us up with uh, Ellen, and I would uh, appreciate everything you do for us, and uh, we'll definitely have you on with us again. Hey,
2: Carmen, I'm wearing, oh, okay. my J- I'm wearing my JAC bracelet, so whenever I have questions, I look at that and I say, just ask Carmen.
4: <laughs> All right, so here you go, just ask Carmen. And I have... Hey, uh, Hey, uh, like I said, I've been doing a lot of this stuff for many, many years. From uh, the early 20s, from when I was early 20, I saw it cry when I was uh, 16 and kept going. And still keeping shape, going to the gym and working out with my Wing Chun and uh, doing the films and trying to keep busy. And uh, I guess that's what you do in life.
1: Awesome. Try to keep busy. Ron, thank you, Carmen, for being with us. You are awesome. And we'll definitely have you on again. We love you, man. Thank you.
4: All right, guys. I'll give you a call when I get everything set, and I'll uh, have Ellen maybe try and give you a call once I talk to her, okay? All right, all right. And right, thank take you. care. Everybody take care out there, all right? See you later. All right. All right. We're
2: talking to Fargo, North Dakota,
1: and right. Morgan, Minnesota. All right. There you go. All right. Uh, Carmine Cardona, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we need to take a quick little break. We'll be back after these messages, so stick with us for our next guest. We'll be right back. Do not
5: go away. So, if your spring and summer projects include some concrete work, Elevated Concrete can help. They can be reached at 701-866-9018 or at Elevated Concrete on Facebook. Their concrete work includes driveways, sidewalks, Walkways, approaches, garage floors, patios, and shed pads. Plus, they offer decorative or stamped concrete as well. And all estimates are free. They are ready right now for any concrete project you have. That's elevated concrete at 701-866-9018. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, the man that's going to put
1: a B in your ear. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Michael Beran. Hey, this
0: is Michael Beran. you're listening to the Attitude Era Monday, Monday live on 89.1 Kins FM with your hosts, Icon and Ped Zing, and with the modern nightmare, Matthias, and the Big Swing.
1: Hey, man. Welcome to the show. How are you? Man,
0: I'm doing good, and I'm unsupervised.
1: Well, there you go. And just remember, uh, PG language. Uh, So, hey, uh, we got Michael as our guest here now. you have got to be probably, of all the guests that we've had on the show, you've probably got to be the one that's the most busiest. Because according to IMDB.com, you've got 18 projects coming up. Is that true or is that a farce?
0: No, there's no farce. I, I've got a lot of things in the works,
1: you know? Just uh, a, lot, as, a lot of things uh, working. Such as Alien Storm, uh, Just Try, Rogue Angel, uh, uh, a movie that's about Matthias's old tag team partner, uh, Dev's Club, uh, Deal Breaker, <laughs> uh, Shakespeare's Mummy, uh, Devil's Night, uh, My Favorite Camp Pleasant Lake. Arena Wars, we're going to talk to you about Arena Wars, that's, that's one of the reasons why you're here uh, Butcher's Bluff, uh, Dinner with God of War, and uh, probably one of uh, Zing's famous that you got uh, coming up uh, Bloodthirst Bloodthirst So, so ah. here's how we're going to do this, here's how we're going to do this. Uh, I'm going to uh, ask you a couple of questions, we'll do a roundtable and we'll come back and we'll ask you the tougher questions But first off, give us a little background about yourself
0: Well, you know, I'm just a good old boy from the swamps of Louisiana. I'm not even kidding. I was raised deep in the swamps. And then um, I wanted to get out of the swamps, so I joined the Navy, and I went underwater, 700 feet underwater. And I worked on nuclear missiles, and I got out of the Navy. So you went under the swamps?
1: Under the
0: swamps, completely (laughs) under the swamps. And then I was working on nuclear missiles. I got out of that. And then um, I couldn't find a job anywhere as a nuclear weapons technician. Nobody. Nothing. Crickets. I know. (laughs) So I started barking. And that's what everybody else does, right? And um, worked my way up food and beverage. Then I made my way back to Louisiana. And I started working as the vice president of a construction company. They went bankrupt, told my wife I was going to do something I wanted to do. And she said, what are you going to do? And I said, i want to trap animals. And she threw a shoe at me. <clears throat> and, uh, and then uh, from there, you know, I just developed this company, Wildlife Command Center. And then in 2007, well, Hollywood came to Shreveport, Louisiana. And at the time, I was a master falconer, and I was flying owls. And wow. uh, I had a couple of uh, P- Paramount came to me and they said, hey, we need an owl for this project. And I was like, I'm the man. And uh, I got on my first movie set and it didn't take me 15 minutes to figure out how to hustle a movie set. And I'll tell you that uh, if, if I can get on a movie set that's not a union movie set, I will probably do everything on that movie set, you know? Uh, Because I can't sit still, and I like to know what's going on, and if somebody's doing something I've never done before, I want to watch them, see what they're doing so I can figure out how to do it myself. And one thing led to another, and then in 2018, I took some acting lessons, and I was like, hey, this is pretty cool, you know? I I can actually learn good ways to present myself. Or appropriate ways to present myself, and then that's really what spurred the uh, uh, 2020, 21, 22, 23,
1: all the work
0: that I've been doing.
1: And uh, we have,
3: quick-
1: uh, we have Michael as our guest here on one Kent FM, and we got about uh, twenty four minutes here with our our buddy here. So what I'm going to do, Michael, like I said, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and uh, we'll we'll let my uh, uh, friends here ask you a few questions. I'm gonna ask you the tougher question. But one thing I do gotta ask you about is uh, you know, not only have you done acting but I guess you've done some stunts too, like in the Magnificent Seven, uh Transcendence, uh Battle Los Angeles, uh the Cleaner. Uh what do you prefer acting or do you actually prefer putting your body out on the line over the well, other? Well, you know,
0: hey, I'm I'm fifty eight years old, you know, but I think i'm thirty two and so and you look like you know, you're twenty one get out hey, thanks I appreciate that very much and <laughs> uh my wife thinks so too, you know, but um you know i I don't know i I do like the the uh the you know the action acting and the stunt acting it's a lot of fun you know the the stunt academy in las Vegas is where i I go to learn something new. those people are great over there um but I, I, I really so, – so I like animal training the most. I like having the animals on the sets and doing animal work uh, the most. And then after that, I probably like stunts. And then after that, I probably like acting in that order.
1: That's that's awesome. Uh, Michael Baran is our guest here on 89.1 KENS FM. I'm going to introduce you to uh, my first co-host. His name is Ped Zing. Like, if you go, uh, if you're walking down the street, if you look, you see the sign, you'll see his name all over the place. All you got to do is cross the street to see it. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, Ped, go ahead. we got to seven minutes before, uh, well, about six minutes before the legal ID plays. I'll let you know when we got to take a break, and then uh, you can continue. So, what do you got to start off? Let okay. Go ahead. Uh, first of all, good evening, uh, Michael. Uh,
2: thanks for being on our show tonight. Hello.
1: Um, so, Hello. I'm Ted Zing.
2: I'm the uh, world's premier and preeminent radio mime, and I've just... Uh, Picked up a radio trick roping, so I'm working on a routine uh, for that. Um, nice. So I'm fascinated by your your falconry, and uh, I don't know if there's a is wrangling owls. Is that called falconry as well?
0: Uh, no, it's uh. So the owls really. I mean, the bigger spra for the falconry permits, you got to have the falconry permits to have some of the owls. Yeah, but nobody wants to practice falconry with owls because. You know, on the species of, uh, on, on the intelligence uh, scale of species, of avian species, owls are the dumbest of all the birds. I mean, oh, wow. they are just rocks. They are rock
1: stupid. And, uh, well, and so nobody really... Saying, that's because they're always saying, whoo, whoo, whoo. And, 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 and the misperception and, is and, that and they're wrong. And rocks. every time and you answer
2: them,
0: and when you answer them, they say the same thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> For sure but yeah, uh, there's the so it's but the owls get me more work you know the owls get me more work and the owls get me more attention, hands down sure you know very cool
2: um have you ever do you ever watch saturday night live there was a real 4K sketch called the falconer which is my maybe my favorite sketch of all time have you seen that it was great I mean, it?
0: yeah yeah Y'all, it's awesome yeah <laughs> I, I loved it it was, it was pretty great you know, and uh, when, uh, I mean, you know, falcons and falconry have shown up just about everywhere. You know, it was on Fine a There was an episode. Saturday Night Live's done a couple of them, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's a, a, <laughs> there's something about birds of prey that people just always love. Oh, I'm know? fascinated. I never go anywhere and get heckled with my birds. Oh, I bet not. Yeah. Um,
2: also, <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever worked with ravens and crows? I understand they're highly intelligent also.
0: You know, it's on my list. It's on, I, I, well, let, let me say this. When I was young, when I was about 14 years old, I rescued a baby crow uh, that had fallen out of a tree, and I kept it, like, around. Like, it was never in a cage or anything. I just raised it, and it was just – it was like our household pet, you know? And um, they are very intelligent. You know, these things learn how to talk, and they like to steal things, especially shiny things. <coughs> But I've never worked with them on a professional level. But we've been on a waiting list to get a solid black white necked raven, um, and next year may be the year. You know, it just depends on who who falls out and how many eggs hatch. You know. Yeah, but they um, yeah, are but hey, we, amazing animals. We would love to work uh, in one of your projects
2: with uh, owls, uh, falcons, ravens, or crows. Uh, we're available. Yeah uh low low fee to no fee
1: okay as 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 long as it's not about the next project that we're going to talk about after uh <laughs> after the top of the hour uh i believe it's called the barehanded rescue or something
0: barehands rescue yeah yeah On discovery plus yeah
1: right exactly you have uh how would you compare yourself uh how would you compare yourself to uh what what was that guy uh what was it steve uh the Help me out, guys. Uh, well, I would, I would
0: never, I would never compare myself to the master, the king, the the old holy one of Steve Irwin. I would never do right. that because he was, he was, he was incredible. Not only was he extremely charismatic, but he was, he was a genius. Like he was really smart, you know. And unfortunately, I'm, I kind of fall short in that that category. You know, I'm just an yeah. old country boy that did some stuff, you know.
1: Well, I tell you what, we're gonna have. When it uh, comes, uh, but when
0: it comes to catch, when ahead. it comes to catching animals, when it comes to catching animals, I'm pretty darn good.
1: So is is, there, is your backyard like a wildlife refuge?
0: No, you know it's a good thing you asked me that because my wife, who is the cutest thing in the world, um, she has a no animals policy, like zero tolerance for animals. Um, if it has, so does feathers, that mean I can't come over? Feathers. She makes an exception for me now, okay. I don't get to bring friends over, no um, but, but I uh, About two H&M miles blocking. down the road I, About two miles down the road I bought a 4,000 square foot building That used to be an old maintenance building And I built a zoo down there And so that's what? where we keep all the animals
1: Wow so, uh, yep. you know, I would love to, I would definitely love to come and be part of the display. Yeah. Uh, uh, after we uh, do our top of the hour break here, uh, I'm going to introduce you to Matthias. Now, this is one guy uh, that he, he, he's like a caged animal, but when you release him in the ring, man, he is definitely, he definitely goes all out. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll bring him on in a second. Uh, got to
5: take a quick little break. We'll be right back. Work. Elevated Concrete can help. They can be reached at 701-866-9018 or at Elevated Concrete on Facebook. Their concrete work includes driveways, sidewalks, walkways, approaches, garage floors, patios, and shed pads. Plus, they offer decorative or stamped concrete as well. And all estimates are free. They are ready right now for any concrete project you have. That's elevated concrete at 701-866-9018. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZ FM, Holly Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo, Moorhead, and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com.
1: And we are back here on 89.1 KENS FM. So, Mike, I want to introduce you to uh, our our next co-host, Matthias. Uh, You're like, uh, like I said, you are like a caged animal. When you get released in the ring, it it can be uh, bad and unhealthy for your opponent. So uh, what do you have for our guest? Go ahead. (laughs) Well, hey, yes, you are. To- What's up? He said hello.
3: Everything oh, okay. is- anyway, everything. Anyway, I'll go with my.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, yes, you are talking to the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare. North Dakota's number one heel current reigning, defending, undisputed APW World Heavyweight Champion and NSE World Tag Team Champion and soon-to-be NSE World Heavyweight Champion, APW, paid for by the New World Order. APW World <laughs> Tag Team Champion and honorary member of the New World Order, Matthias, welcome on to my part of the program. Uh, my main question I would say to you is normally when people go out and they'll do an interview and sometimes this question gets tossed around, but the one thing that's really interesting is you tend to get a different answer every time you ask it now, a lot of people when they get asked this question uh, they the answer is me but uh, i'll I'll see if you answer correctly or not. So my question to you would be, who is one of your Biggest influences or heroes that inspired to inspired you to kind of do uh, what you do that you've been doing throughout your life? Who's been one of your biggest inspirations?
0: Well, hands down, it is the modern nightmare, Matthias. Yeah.
3: Okay, that's correct. (laughs) Okay. Uh,
6: Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: You know, um, like I said earlier, I'm 58 years old, so uh, you know I was a I was a child in the early 70s, and so Mutual of Mo- Omaha's uh, Wild Kingdom, Marlon Perkins and Jim Stovall. You know, Jim Jim was like Marlon's right hand man, but another young buck from Mutual of Omaha, his name was Sid Yost, and uh, and he was he was the strapping young like just stocky, blonde-haired guy that was always way in the background. But um, I, I became friends with Sid Yost uh, back in probably the late 90s, and uh, just watching him go through the trials and tribulations that he, he went through, but knowing where he came from, um, I, I, you know, all those guys from Mutual of Omaha definitely been my biggest influence when it comes to animals.
1: Love that too. Uh, Michael's on. amazing. Here the, uh, Michael's on. guest here. We got about uh, 13 minutes now. I want to ask you a little bit about. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll ask you one, a couple more questions about Barehanded Rescue, and then uh, I want to talk to you about uh, the reason why I got you here, because I'm I'm kind of a sci-fi geek. Uh, okay. Well known by everybody else. But now, when you decided uh, to do this uh, Barehanded Rescue, did you like call up your animal plant It's like, hey, you know what I. I, I like go around the weekends and I like save my neighbors from cockroaches and uh raccoons and uh snakes and would you guys wanna come film it or how did that come about?
0: Okay, so I'm gonna give you the quick version. I'm gonna give you like the, the two minute version because that's a
1: that's Two-minute an interview version?
0: within itself. That's an interview okay. within itself. But, can but come on again this and tell was it. This was my third try. So uh, in 2016, I put together a sizzle, found somebody that was interested in it, and we presented it to Animal Planet and some people, and and everybody just shot us down. In 2018, we did it again. Uh, We put together a sizzle reel. uh, I had a promoter this time that was friends with me. We, We gave it out to Animal Planet. We were really going for Nat Geo Wild, but it all got shot down. Again, we went in 2020, and we put another scissor reel together, and we went to Los Angeles, and we hit the concrete, and we shopped it to a bunch of people, found Critical Content, who was a producer for Animal Planet, and that's how we got it on Animal Planet.
1: That's awesome. Now, uh, one thing I do got to ask you, and then I want to uh, talk about this one movie coming out in 2023. Um, when you uh when you are going out and bare handing because you do do it with a bare hand, you don't wear any gloves or you like uh you like go and they say, uh, well hey, we got this uh we got this like rustling or we got this like scratching or noise coming from the basement, uh and then you get there and there's like uh, some kind of like wild alligator or crocodile and then you like go upstairs and, like, uh, there's nothing down there. Uh your guys are good. You ever <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't ever do that. Well, first
0: off, you know, there's two there's two answers to this question. The one question is, I do believe in personal protective equipment. I do believe in wearing the appropriate equipment that you need to get a job done. However, I'm not scared to put my hand down in a dark hole if you can't get your hand down in there with a glove on, you know, um, because I learned a long time ago that Humans are very soft and we bleed, but we also stitch up really quickly and and we heal fast. So it's like what's the worst that's gonna happen, you know, if my finger comes uh, off, they'll put it back on. Uh, tetanus, you know? um, Oh uh, please. please tetanus. <laughs>
6: Look, I've had
0: five series Walk, I've had five series of I've had five series of rabies shots. They they won't even give me rabies <laughs> shots anymore. <laughs>
1: you do you take those intravenously? we <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, when a raccoon bites me now, they send it to the hospital right, <laughs> perfect
1: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> nice one so uh, basically, when an animal bites you 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 bite back and then go after his family.
0: No, man, it's just uh, hey have you watched the new series of Van Helsing? Have you, with yeah. Vanessa about Van Helsing, so that's what's happened here. Now, now you know it's when the vampires bite her, they turn into humans. Well, oh, no, yeah. that's what happens when a raccoon bites me. You know, it, well, you it, it know, magically, it, has, magically has, has no rabies anymore.
1: You know, it, it's funny, It's funny you mention that. She's actually a good friend of the show. She's actually been on. Uh, she's actually part of the Three Timers Club. And uh we we want you to get uh get into that 'cause we we definitely want to have you back on again. But you're not going yet. We've still got about ten minutes with you, but I wanna I, I wanna geek out a little bit here. Uh I wanna talk to you, about Arena, talk to you about Arena Wars. I wanna talk about Arena Wars. We've had, we've had uh, several actors and actresses from the film on the show like uh my favorite, uh Sherry Davis, uh and uh Mercedes oh, Peterson. Uh-oh. And yes. uh one of the, one of the individuals I've been trying to get on this show forever, uh, I've had just about every single one of his co-stars on this show, but they won't ever uh, get him on. It's Eric Roberts. But I want to talk about, uh, you know what movie I'm talking about, Arena Wars. So tell us, how did you get so lucky to be part of this movie? Well,
0: first off, not, not, I don't know that it was luck, but uh, I will tell you this. Arena Wars is hands down the best film that i personally have done yet um because you know they sent me they've been sending me editor's cuts all along as we go through the 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 editing process and uh i got to watch the final cut i don't know three four months ago and i'm like damn you know i I didn't even realize that my character was that important you know uh in the film but but it's a it's it's a good film. I mean, it's really done well, you know, and I am excited for it to come out, you know, like and really be
1: distributed. It's gonna be exciting. You know, and, and the fact that you were in the movie with Sherry Davis, the tattooed vixen herself.
0: Sherry is great. I mean, I just finished a film with Sherry just a couple of weeks ago and uh and she's always awesome. Like she's just a did, great did, person too.
1: Did she did she ask about me? Did ask about you,
0: yeah? And, and, and I told her that uh, you were doing great, and we were going to be doing a podcast together later on in the month. And she was like, "Oh, well, tell him I said hi."
5: Well, there you go.
1: Because I remember, uh, I you know, um, not that you care, but I remember when she was on. Uh, I believe it was uh, it was either around Christmas time or about uh, Christmas time, and I asked her. I said, "When you're on the movie, uh, when you're on the movie, said, how does it feel to be a dancer, a prancer, and a vixen?" And she thought that was kind of, kind of, <laughs> of threat. She thought that was kind of awesome. Uh, Michael Varenza, I our guest here on 89.1 Kent FM. And uh, we got, uh, well, well, we got about, uh, what, six minutes left with our buddy here. Uh, so we don't forget this. If our fans want to check you out and see if you got a Facebook and Instagram, an YouTube and Twitter, a Twitch and TikTok, what do you got?
0: Hey, man, I'll tell you what, y'all, all, everybody needs to go to my YouTube channel because I am so close to 100,000 subscribers. Um, our YouTube channel is amazing you know, It's all well, about you the animals. It's, all about the animal. it's We're Wildlife you Command top. Center Yep, Wildlife Command Center uh, Is the name of the YouTube channel Wildlife Command Center is the name of all of my social media It's my Instagram, it's my Facebook page But the YouTube channel Is at 99,888 subscribers right now And I'm gaining about Four subscribers a half hour And so I'm <laughs> super excited Perfect. about it but but you know um do you do you guys watch analytics your YouTube analytics or anything like that because right now because, um, yes, yesterday, yesterday, a hobby. yesterday yesterday I had ninety eight thousand views on my youtube channel, and out of that ninety eight thousand people watch the videos all the way through ninety percent of cool. the time Wow it is amazing you know you. very good i'm I'm just just ready ready
2: to get Get paid. Yeah. Um, I have a couple more questions here for um, you about about your Falconry. I'm just I'm doing that. It'll be real quick here. So uh, okay. uh, Real quick, have you ever ever watched the the animated series on Cartoon Network called uh, Rick and Morty? And uh, a character Rick is a mad scientist, and uh, he uh, has an alter ego called Two Crows. Yes. Yes. And what do you think about
0: that that episode? I, I I love that episode. I also love Rick and Mortar just in general. You yeah, know, for sure. And, and I and yeah. I definitely love Birdman. Yeah, Birdman for sure. Is best, sure. I know. didn't even think about that yep. for you. Yeah,
2: right. Oh, for sure. Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. um, And then my other question. Um, I lived in the uh, Florida Florida Everglades for a couple months in a tent, uh, uh, maybe a couple decades ago, and uh, so I got to you know coexist with uh, alligators and crocodiles there. Um, so I have a little a little swamp experience, but uh, what is the biggest alligator you've ever worked with?
0: He's never worked now, with. Now, when you say worked with, when you say worked with, do you mean like alive and worked with, or do you mean worked with like I killed it and brought it in? Oh, either or, or both, Yeah, either or or both. Well, so 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 my brother still lives down in Louisiana, down in the swamps, and he pulls alligator permits all the time. And uh the biggest one we've we've pulled out was four hundred and eighty pounds, twelve foot nine inches. And it was considered a cannibalistic monster because oh, it had started eating other alligators. That's, that's the only that's thing it ate was other alligators. Oh really? I've never heard of such a yeah. thing. Yeah. Well at least well right? if you look you know. if you look into it. Yes, yeah, if you look into it you'll find out that the really, really, really big, out of control bull alligators, they turn into cannibals. And so they will wipe out the alligator population. Anyway. Especially the alligators that get over twelve foot.
2: Sure. I did not know that.
1: Um uh, yeah, tell me what crazy I'm working. We got about three minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, another thing I was going to ask you about, unfortunately, we uh, we we didn't get to it, but I, I'm definitely going to have you on again. Uh, there is a movie that you're in uh, with a friend of the show's Rod Smith, and uh, yeah, the uh, the legacy, and uh, I have been uh, tapped to be uh, in uh, the next, uh, you know, because it's a trilogy. Uh, he's got me tapped into being in the at least the the first of the three, and uh, I. I I have no idea where we are with that right now, but uh, I definitely would like to talk to you about that and the fact that uh, you are just awesome. And for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page, As to Air, Monday Live Monday, like that. Go to 89.1 Kids Event page, like that. Do a $10 a month donation to power Tower. You get qualified to win an, automatic, uh, an autographed picture from a past guest, current guest, or future guest. Uh, now, I do believe uh, that you did send us some or you're in the process of sending us some
0: sending you some what autographs some swag oh sure yeah well we can make it happen Free stuff? definitely all right
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'll send
1: you the Hey, uh, and we just can't wait
2: to work with you in your next project by the way
1: yeah i would i would yeah we'd love to come work with you uh like i'll come carry your bags and uh, get your cappuccino just for a job
0: okay Well, St. Louis is a great place. Come on, we'll uh, we'll have a good time. I'm about to start a new series. As soon as I hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, we're going to start our new post-apocalyptic survival series called RP Saviors.
1: I want to be part of that. Yep, I'm in. I'm in. It's going to be badass. It's going to be (laughs) badass. Well, is it going to be something like, uh, like Worst Case Scenario or uh, what do they got that, that uh, show now, what is it called, uh, Black Ops or whatever? Is it going to be something like that or like uh, American Ninja Warrior where they have to compete or like uh, the, the Amazing Race? Is it going to be something no. like that?
0: No, it's going to be very, very confusing for most people to begin with because it's going to be shot in the same form that my YouTube videos are shot right now. The only difference is we're going to have a biological pathogen that creates people that are very zombie-like, and, uh, and they're mean. And I'm going to be using all of my stuntman skills to be able to survive filming the, these episodes.
1: You know, I'll tell you what, I would love to come work with you if I can be one of the zombies that gets killed right away, everybody in Fargo, North Dakota will <laughs> well, cheer send you a Christmas card. Cheers
2: around the land. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, have right. I, I have a writer in my
1: contract that
2: I have a writer in my contract that stipulates that I must uh work with a crow or two at least in one scene in every uh, project I uh
0: I am in. Awesome.
1: Okay, that's well I'll tell you what yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, Michael. You have been awesome. We thank you for being with us tonight, and hopefully, we'll have you on again. I'll be in contact. Uh, I, I do want to. Uh, I definitely want to come uh, uh, be involved in the next project. You don't even have to pay me yet. All right. Hey, I like those kind of people the best. You can put us on layaway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, you can. Pants it. hey, and give, focus. I'll, yeah, I'll on, give you uh, some points on the back open. end. Yeah, right. for sure. <laughs> well, yeah. Exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah exactly. Pants and Chuck E. Cheese. Pants and Chuck E. Cheese. We're trying to uh, 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 working for Twinkies. Folks, <laughs> stay tuned
0: out there. This is a great show, so keep listening.
1: All uh, right, We love you, man. Take care. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. Until next time. All right. All right, Michael B. Rand's our guest, uh is our guest here. Uh, looks like our next guest, Waiting Wings, we've got to take a quick little time out, and we will be back after these messages, so stick with us, and we will return. Ladies and gentlemen, the new blocks are here. The new blocks are here. Yes, for a limited time, you can get your very own 89.1 Ken's FM clock.
3: For a $25 donation, you can get a classic analog round-faced clock with the 89.1 Ken's FM logo on the front. Just go to our website www.kensfm.com and under the more merch tab you will find the clocks along with numerous other new merch you can order get yours now while supplied last we have these in limited quantity so order now at
1: www.kensfm.com ladies and gentlemen stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle one of the most beautiful actresses in the world today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I give you the cat scratch fever herself she is josie
3: Cat.
6: hey there this is Josie Cat and you're listening to the altitude attitude radio attitude era monday live eighty nine point one Kens fN with your host the icon and Ted Zing, and also the modern nightmare, Messiah, from the Big Swing. Well, ahead. hey, Miss Cat.
1: Hey, Miss Cat. <laughs> how are you? Or should I refer to you as Miss Kitty? How are you? <laughs>
6: um, meow. I'm doing good. Hello? How are meow. you boys doing? Woof, woof. <laughs> you are, I'll tell you what, you're... you're,
1: you're we are we are boys and you are all women and we're going to have some fun with you. Uh, we got Josie Katz as our guest here. We got about uh well, 30 minutes or so with uh with our guest here. I'm going to ask you a few questions. We'll do a round table and we'll come back to me while I'll cover questions. So, first off though, you got to give us a background about yourself and then we'll have some fun with the interview.
6: All right. Well, my name is Josie Cat and um I was born in North Hollywood, California. And I've pretty much lived here in Los Angeles my whole life. Um, for the most part, I have uh, been the front, the front person for a little punk rock band called Tissant, and I sang with that band for about 15 years. Um, I was a co-host for the Dark Mark show for a good seven years and did a little radio hosting myself. And in between all that, I've done quite a bit of uh, uh, acting as a result of being a front person uh, for a band, Uh, a lot of horror films, and probably I'm at my 20th reality show at this point. And um, my passions are the horror films i I've uh worked with uh several different film festivals um primarily shriek fest which is one of my favorites uh they've they've been going for about nineteen years and I was one of the judges uh, uh, on the judge panel. and uh, I've also uh spent the last ten years doing red carpet interviews for uh so that's, that's it in a nutshell. Um, my passion is traveling and rescuing pit bulls. And I've been to about 40 countries around the world. And I'm currently working on a documentary about x about what life is like when you move from one country to another. And I have all kinds of crazy stories. And I interviewed about 100 people globally.
1: Now, uh, have you guys noticed uh, the pattern on the show? Everybody, every guest that we've had on today uh, deals with rescuing or grabbing animals?
2: I did catch that theme. That's actually <laughs> did, did, did you get
1: that? Uh, Josie Ketz, our guest here on 89.1 kids FM. Now, we're going to ask you a, a few uh, questions uh, about some of your projects, and then uh, one thing I do want also want to talk to you about is about the band that you're in. And uh, by the time we're done here, I'm going to see if I can beg you uh, to send us maybe some uh, music from your band that we can play in the station here.
6: Absolutely.
1: I'd love to do that. All uh, right. One of the things I do want to ask you about, uh, first off, is uh, uh, you're a producer on the film Alien Storm. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, Alien
6: Storm is a film that's coming out um next year and uh uh the executive producers are the Mall brothers and they've produced uh probably I would say about 100 films indie films um they've had Tom Sizemore um, in many of their films right now they have one that's coming out um that uh Tara Reed is in. It's a it's a vampire movie. And um Alien Storm uh, it is about oh well, I can't really get into too much information but um
1: it's,
6: I, I I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. I'm sorry. It's a sci- yeah. It's it's a horror sci-fi, and right. uh, that's about as much as I could go into uh, without getting positions <laughs> From the executive producer. But I can I can tell you that um, all of their films are stellar, and um, they uh, they they do a really great job. And they're fun and dark, and they have a, a little uh a little dark humor with them. So I I really like working with them.
1: And uh because we have to uh we, we have to kind of uh, be uh, PG language friendly. You're gonna ask about a band. No, no. I I I want to Yeah, yeah, you yeah, you can later. Uh later. But one thing I do wanna ask about is uh a movie that uh I believe it's in production right now and like I say, since we have to keep uh the language clean, uh, uh Death Witch, of course it's with a B, not with a W but uh could you tell us a little bit about that Ah. Uh, oh yes,
6: yes, okay. So that one is gonna be uh Really fun because I am going to be acting in it and it is by, uh, Livid Media and I am going to play a streetwalker, a really down and dirty, nasty hoe of a streetwalker named Candy. And, um, this movie is about a female vigilante in Los Angeles and it is inspired by the South Bay Flasher uh, who who was a serial killer here in Los Angeles and um, he didn't get caught for a long time and uh, they finally did catch him but he, he wreaked havoc all over the South Bay of uh, of California in the beach areas, and um it should be pretty fun it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty gory. That's and awesome I, I'm really I'm excited about it because i have um I have a nice support role in it and since um at this point, I really don't have a van anymore unless my van has moved to Tennessee to Nashville and um three of my band members are there <laughs> and they've all moved separately and ended up in Nashville. Um so I'm I'm kind of uh moving towards my original roots were which were in theater. And um you know, I gotta keep creative.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Uh Josie Katz, I guess here on AI one FM. Uh uh uh, I want to introduce you to uh, Ped Singh. Uh, now, he is a fan of uh, your music, and uh, and he's also a musician himself. As a matter of fact, uh, if I'm not mistaken, his first uh, CD that he put out went aluminum. Uh, so what do you got, uh, Ped Singh? Go ahead.
2: <laughs> uh, good evening, Josie. Thanks for appearing on our uh, illustrious broadcast tonight. Hi, Patty. How are you
6: doing?
2: I said, uh, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for showing up. Um so your band is called uh, Piss Ant, which is a play on words. Uh, uh, so there is a space between the first word and the second word. And, uh, it's PG-13. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you started your band and maybe, like, some of your um, most memorable experiences uh, with your band? Uh, and I love the music. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, right thank my, you very
6: you.
2: much. Well, band. Band started in 19,
6: 1995, and... Um, We, I think, boy, the best thing about being in that band was that everyone had a sense of humor, and we had uh, one particular lineup, which when the band, we never broke up, but we just. You know, everyone went separate ways, if that makes sense. We didn't really ever have an official breakup. Um, our bass player's husband got ill with cancer, and she wasn't really in a position to be performing. And I, I didn't feel uh good about getting another bass player. So we just all went different ways working on other projects. And... Um, that was after being together for about 15 years. And so the best, one of my favorite things about being in that band was everyone had such a great sense of humor. And we would play pranks on each other all the time. And some of the pranks would involve TV shows. For example, we went on Chelsea Handler's Girls Behaving Badly and pranked our drummer um on that show, uh, some girl came up to him at a restaurant and was like, oh, hey, Jeff, uh, remember that time, you know. And we, we gave, you know, the show all kinds of background information so they knew what tattoos he had that weren't showing and stuff like that. And, you know, the funny thing was we had done so many pranks on each other. He didn't buy it. He's like, is this one of Joseph's stupid TV show pranks? You know, because we, we would not tell him, you know, what shows we were going on. And then it would be like uh, we went on like the queer television network and we would tell him that it was going to be like some hot show with, you know, female strippers. And then it would be all, you know, uh, gay men, which he wasn't, he's not gay. So he wasn't looking forward to that. He wanted to be kids and ass. Uh, oops. Sorry about that. Can I say the A word?
1: No, uh, no we're talking okay. about yeah.
6: a donkey. We're talking about the
1: – we're, talking, we're about, talking about donkeys uh, here. Talking about uh, yeah. We're talking yeah, about mules. We're uh, talking about Yeah, uh, come on. We're talking about animals. That's our animal okay. team tonight. All right. Yeah. Uh, Josie Katz, uh, <laughs> our guest here on 89.1 Kids FM, and we got about uh, 25 minutes here with Josie. Uh, one thing I do want to uh, introduce you to, uh, our next guest, uh, Matthias. Now, he was wondering uh, – when the, band's gonna, the band should get back together because he wants to become part of your security detail. He'd like to become a bodyguard for you. So, Matthias, what do you got? Go ahead.
3: Well, yes, you are talking to the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare, North Dakota's number one heel, current reign-defending, undisputed APW World Heavyweight Champion and NSE World Tag Team Champion, and soon again to be NSC World Heavyweight Champion, APW World Tag Team Champion. A has been paid for by the New World Order and EWI Epic Champion, along with an honorary member of the New World Order, Matthias Here. Welcome onto my part of the program. Uh, my main question to you would be: as I am a professional wrestler, uh, this I've been so used to this for the past ten years it, it almost doesn't get to me anymore. Uh, But before you and your band used to go out and perform, whether it be in a crowd of five people or 5,000 people or 500 people or or whatever you may have it, um, did you ever get a lot of performance anxiety? Or did you ever get, like, nervous before you guys went out and played? Or or what was your initial reaction right before you knew that it was your time to go step out on that stage? I really didn't get
6: stage fright, but I would have a lot of, calamities happen on stage. It would always be like the ass of my pants would blow out or I would break a heel or I would like, it was always some sort of nonsense <laughs> like I would, it never failed. There would be some, something that would happen like a tampon would fall out and fall onto the stage. <laughs> but, yeah, it was like, always that, um for that. yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and 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 I'll, and I'll And I'll send them to him No I'm just kidding but, uh, Check yeah, our money over here like, Right Check our website uh, If they've been used now, Um, That's disgusting isn't it I went too far uh, Josie your yeah, phone uh, is
1: cur- uh, you're, you're covering kind of muffle I don't know if it's your phone or the connection or what She's got her ball gag in uh, Come on. Oh, hey, that's, hold, on that's
6: hold on,
2: okay. Hold on. She's she's working on an
6: overbite.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what, I don't know what's going on with our, our connection. It's just kind of weird. It's like <laughs> every guest has been having issues Can with I their phone. You? No, you're 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 fine. We're back. It's not yeah. you with us. Yeah, it's just that your phone was kind of, yeah you were you were talking kind of muffled there. But go ahead oh she uh, call dropped and, you know it must be um it must be uh, blog talk actually uh so anyway uh we'll uh, we'll hook uh, back up with her shortly, hopefully uh anyway uh so uh that well, fun yeah well yeah, we'll just wait. So hey, by the way, I was gonna ask you guys uh, our last, uh, our previous guest, uh, Michael. What do you guys think of that? The guy actually goes and uh, catches wild animals. Amazing. Is that is that interesting or what? Uh, uh, hey, we gotta go down there.
2: We gotta road trip and uh, work with them.
1: What, what do you think, Matthias? Would you be down for that? I mean, you, you, if you can take thumbtacks, you should be able to take uh, <laughs> uh, you should be able to take a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, why
3: not? Take an adventure.
1: All right. To the bayou? yeah. Hopefully, she'll call back
2: some Zydeco and have
1: some uh, jambalaya and gumbo.
2: I love I love uh New Orleans and Louisiana.
1: Well, you know the only thing I don't like about New Orleans is the Saints. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. And Matthias, you know exactly why. 2009, right? Oof.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well, oh, come on,
1: guys, don't. <laughs> hey, too soon, too soon. Right. And, well, it was 2009. Yeah,
2: still too soon. I mean.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it, just like 98. Tragedies. It, just like 98, or like one of my friends would say uh, about uh, uh, the push off with Drew Pearson. Oh yeah, for Dallas. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh. she, she's trying to call back. Uh, let me see if I can. Um, let me see if I can dial her in. I hope.
2: And then we have the uh, old Gary Anderson. Uh, yeah, 98. We know that. And, but uh, uh, hey, this year we're going, to the, we're going to win the Super Bowl. This is yeah, the year.
1: Well, we're 0-3, uh, so I, I don't know. Oh, no, this
2: is, this is definitely the year.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll see,
2: I guess. I mean, they're, in the, they're at the top of their game right now. They can't lose. Uh,
1: <laughs> all right, she is she, uh, back. Hold on a second.
6: I was getting juicy. You know,
1: Josie, are you back there with us?
6: I am back. Is this better? Sorry Yay. about that, everyone. All right, so, uh, Joe, Joe okay. So, yes. where, where were we? we? We're talking about wrestling and stuff. Did you know that uh, I used to be a ring girl for Lucha Vavoom, and I'm actually I'm in Mississippi. Awesome. Oh, really? Also, yeah, yeah. I have a, I did a lot of ring girl action. So, if you come out this way, you'll have to. Get in touch with me so I can hey, Matthias,
1: for you. Matthias, could you use a valet? You know, <laughs> you know,
3: Matthias is, is typically the one-man band situation, but, you know, there are a few companies where there's people that like to assist him in his uh, victories. So, you know, if there is uh, someone willing to walk down with the man that is from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare and carry my beautiful gold championship titles, uh, you know, you know, I, I, I I'd be considering it. I'd be considering it.
1: Well, there champion,
3: you go. He's got his
2: championship belt. He just uh, won, uh, draped across his lap right now as we speak.
1: And he, he's really holding strong to it, too. He's
2: not letting he, that go ever. He,
1: he had to bring his own security system to the, uh, his own security guards to the, to the set today. Uh, Josie Katz, our guest here on 89one Kens KENZ-FM. And for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page, Attitude Era, Monday Live Monday, like that, go to 89one Kens KENZ-FM page, like that. Uh, do a $10 donation to Power Tower. We'll get you automatically qualified to win a autograph pictures from a past guest, current guest future guest and uh, josie if i have if I'm not mistaken, i do believe you have or you will be sending us a few for giveaways if I'm not mistaken
6: I will be sending you what
1: some autograph pictures for giveaways
6: absolutely I could see that you've got that
1: awesome. <laughs> So so now you uh you know you have uh, a a few movies uh to your credit that you're working on and of course you I understand that you can't uh talk uh, about them because they're, they're in production and they're just getting going they were just announced but uh how many uh, more projects do you think you plan on getting into uh in uh, 2024?
6: Well, my my big project right now is my documentary that I'm working on. Um I traveled for the last uh, few years with the exception of when we were all on lockdown. That kind of put things to a halt for a little while there. Um, I went all over the world, and I I talked to people that moved from one country to another. Um, And I went to Dubai. I went all over Thailand. I went all over Europe, Berlin, uh, London, Paris. Um, all over Central America. I spent six months down in Costa Rica and hung out with a bunch of people down there and worked down at the wildlife rescue center with monkeys and sloths, and that was a crazy adventure. Um, and just basically got people's stories um, as as to what what crazy stuff happens when you move, like. In the middle of the jungle, you know, and you wake up in the middle of the night and go go to sit down on the toilet, and there's there's a python curled up in the toilet bowl. Or when you move to to the Middle East, you know, what what extent do you have to go to to get alcohol? Or um, let's say uh, I I interviewed a girl from from the East Coast um, of the United States and she moved to Paris, but she's in a wheelchair and everything is is completely cobblestone there and you know, what it was like for her to get around. So it was basically, you know, uh someone from Southern California that moved to Berlin and the buildings there, you know, they still are running the heat by coal in a lot of those buildings. <laughs> California I did not girl. know that. I didn't know that either. So, I, you know, I just got, you know, all of these wild and weird stories, you know, about moving to all these different places around the world. And um, so right now I'm putting it all together in production and... Uh, I have one final trip, which will be in January to Uganda. And I'm going to be staying with uh, a minister from California uh, who is working with children there in Africa and has built some churches. And uh, he's spreading the word of the Lord uh, through Africa. So that should be it different experience from the other So what is I the left. what is what is the
1: time frame you have for releasing that? Pardon? What is the time frame you have for wanting to uh release that?
6: I hope to release it by uh next summer.
1: And would you be willing to join us again uh when you're ready to release that to talk about it?
6: Oh yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, I want to talk uh, we, to everybody about it.
1: Well, uh, we have uh, we have Josie Katz, our guest here. We got about uh well we got about uh ten min- uh well, ten minutes or so, a little less. Uh now would you, now do you just uh when you interview people, do you just wanna interview people in uh different countries? Uh and then maybe like uh gravitate, like do like a sequel, like uh go to, like all the different states, uh or do you want to like put that all in one or like uh Like, you know, like you're going to, like, Thailand and all these other places, and then maybe do, like, a sequel where you, like, go to North Dakota, Minnesota, and South Dakota and just, like, hit all 50 states and talk to different people.
6: You know what? That's funny you said that because I actually thought about that because moving from – I have a lot of friends that have moved from California. Like I told you, my bandmates, they've moved to, you know – Tennessee, and, uh, you know, a lot of times you move from one state to another. It's almost like moving from one country to another. <laughs> total culture, you know. Well, I'll tell you what, um, I, I,
1: I will volunteer to be the North Dakota representative that you can interview.
6: Where, where did you move from?
1: Uh, well, we're, you're actually calling uh, Fargo, North Dakota right now.
6: But the, and but more the whole Minnesota. premise is you move, you move from one place to another. You're an I did. I moved,
1: from, I, I moved from North Dakota to Minnesota. We're on the
2: border of the, the, Red River, the Red River of the North, uh, which closed and all that separate.
6: So tell me, what was the most shocking thing that you didn't realize when you moved there?
1: Uh, that the movers that we hired would steal our stuff and break our stuff and not pack things correctly.
6: But once once you moved there, what what was different about that state than the state you well, moved from?
1: Well, I guess the main difference is, uh, you know, I, I left a big town in Fargo, North Dakota, and moved to a smaller town, Twin Valley, Minnesota. And the the difference in the the people and how, uh, uh, you know, I love all the people in Fargo here, but it's just that uh, in a smaller town, people, uh, you know, kind of like are different. I mean, there, it's like not everybody's in a rat race. Everybody's like smiling and happy in, in a bigger town. Uh, you know, people uh, – you know, people can be angry, and you know, uh, have different attitudes. But when you move, when I moved to uh, rural Minnesota, it was completely different compared to being in a bigger city.
6: Is it more difficult to find things that you that you like, like let's say your favorite foods, or yes. get you know? Okay, see, this was a big deal when I. For example, uh, one of my friends that that moved to England uh, from the United States, you know, was like every time someone would visit, they'd be like, oh, can you bring me, you know, like uh, certain products because they just don't have them, you know? Um, When I go down, I go back down to Costa Rica and they're like, can you bring me little Debbie's? They want little Debbie's. One of my friends down there. Like we can't get what little the, nannies uh, here. Oh, what,
1: what is the what is the uh, what what is the oddest thing that uh, you've uh, been asked to bring?
6: Um, I brought edibles to Dubai. That's probably the stupidest thing huh. I did. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so did did anybody like ask you like? Uh, Hey, can you bring us some microwave popcorn, or uh, can you bring us some TV dinners? Because we're tired of having to catch our own dinner.
6: Uh, No, I didn't bring TV dinners, but like I said, I brought Little Debbie's, and I brought edibles, and what are some of the other things I've I've brought? Um, Oh, uh, I've had, uh, when I went to Thailand... A friend of mine went on Amazon and had and ordered a bunch of different things and had me pack it in the suitcase. Some of it was books, and some of it was because they didn't have the delivery, uh, Amazon delivery, on the island that uh, my friend was living on. So I, (laughs) I packed a bunch of things that were on the list.
1: How hard was it to uh, get through uh, get through airport security with a suitcase roll of tomato soup?
6: <laughs> a, a lot easier than it w- Let me put it this way. It wasn't as nerve-wracking as bringing edibles to a Middle Eastern country. That's now, let a- me ask you this. Uh,
1: now, I'm guessing uh, no one asked for DiGiorno pizza because DiGiorno is not for delivery. Nope. No, just right now <laughs> i was waiting for i was waiting. Wait uh, oh do there you go i was waiting for a uh,
6: Matthias to uh, play his little sounder but i guess
1: go ahead that's our only sound effect
2: i'm glad you enjoyed it uh I, so jordy uh you live in north hollywood i i uh, lived in uh hollywood and west hollywood uh um, I never lived in North Hollywood yet, but and I lived a uh, block south from the Whiskey Go and the Roxy and the House of Blues and stuff, so I saw live music there. But mostly we'd go to uh, North Hollywood uh to see bands. Um to me that's that was my favorite, uh my favorite of the Hollywoods. Um can you tell us about the ho- the North Hollywood uh nightlife? At this
6: point, North Hollywood has a lot of um it's a little different than probably when you when were you here? Because I've lived here uh, my whole life. Early, so
2: actually, that that was early 2000s,
6: maybe like 2000s. Early 2000s. Ah, uh, 2010. So you probably went to the to the the Blue Saloon and, uh, and
1: that was he, he there. He used to I hang think out, at that time. He used to hang out at the Rainbow. They threw him out of there several times.
6: The the Remember Oh, it, Yeah. When
1: my buddy did get thrown out the Rainbow. Actually.
6: <laughs> well, the, rain- for the rainbow's the rainbow's definitely still there, thankfully. Yeah, it's in West, um, West Hollywood. And North Hollywood is more it's become very millennial. Um there's a lot of craft bar craft beer bars and things like that at this point. Um, not so much uh, rock and roll my life. Um, uh,
5: that's
6: unfortunate. Yeah, but, I mean, you got to bring
2: it
6: back. So, yeah, yeah get, right.
2: The that, that on the stage in North Hollywood.
6: Uh, a reunite. few years back, there there were a few a few places like there was Skinnies and NoHo, you know, because they don't call it North Hollywood anymore; they call it NoHo yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Um. So, so, there was Skinny's, that was going on, and there were a few other places, but um, right now I can't really think of anything that. That has live rock in North Hollywood or anything. Really? Um, that's it's mostly, Yeah, it's it's mostly yeah, uh, like I said, like craft craft beer bars and things like that. There is a hopping, you know, bar scene though. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. They they've redone the whole the whole area. has been redone.
2: I'll
6: have to come so, back and check it uh, out. It's it's, it's gentrified
2: Oh, it's like Santa Monica.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's That's Santa Monica-fied. <laughs> yep, yep.
1: Uh, jo- sure. Josie Kessler, you're on 89.1 Kens FM, and we only got a few minutes left because I, I promised I was only going to uh, keep you for 30 minutes. Uh, so uh, real quick here, uh, Josie, if our parents want to check you out and see, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok, what do you got?
6: Well, all you have to do is Google Josie, J-O-S-I, chat uh, K-A-T, and all of my social networks will show up. So just just do a Google search, and you'll find me. They'll pop up. Awesome.
1: And uh, real quick here, of all the songs that you did with your band, what would what you say was your number one song that you guys love playing every night?
6: Um, well, my favorite was probably the Dead Boys cover, uh, Sonic Reducer. We always opened up with that, and it was a great way to get people, uh, get people, if if they never heard us or heard any of our songs, they would immediately, you know, warm up to us once we played that song, because we, I I mean, I think I kicked ass on that song.
2: So... um, you have a clip of it on your Facebook uh, profile page, I believe?
6: I do. It's at the top. It's at the yeah. top of my uh, profile.
2: Yeah, I, I love the. I love that. Nice work. Uh, I'm a fan. Thank
6: you very much. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, awesome. Then, you know, yeah, we hope you
1: can send us some of those too. Uh, uh, send us uh, some songs that we can play on the station here it would be awesome.
6: Yeah, I'll definitely sing you some original songs. Um, and do we, you guys, do you guys play videos too? Because we have a lot of uh, music videos out. Um, you know, in the
1: privacy of my, privacy my own home. Thing. Yeah, well, we I I can post them <laughs> on our Facebook page.
6: <laughs> okay, fantastic.
1: Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Josie, you have been awesome. I do appreciate you uh, taking time out of your schedule to be with us, and uh, you are awesome, and we do love you very much, and uh, hopefully uh, we can find a way to get a reunion tour for you and the band, and uh, we'd love to uh, come and uh, be groupies backstage to help you guys out. Hell yeah. Thank you,
6: guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Uh, awesome uh, meeting you. any of you guys are out here in Los Angeles, you got to... Reach out to me, I will take you out. We'll go hang out at the Rainbow. Yeah. So I well, I time. can't wait.
1: Can't wait to hang out with you.
6: And uh I, I do
1: I do have your number, so uh I will definitely be uh, taking you up on that offer.
6: Yeah. Come I'll out be out there. for come to, come out for a week or so, get away from that cold weather.
1: Oh, definitely. Hey, I'll be there with bells on. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, so that means uh, means, to get away from the cold weather, so that means we can come out uh, in October, November, December, January. We're already there, yeah. Right. Right. It's our winter already. (laughs) All right.
6: Uh, Thanks thanks for being
1: with us, Josie. You're awesome. We appreciate you. Thank you.
6: All right. Good night, you guys. Rock on. rock, Rock
1: on. All right, uh, Josie Katz is our guest here, and, uh, of course, we want to thank our other guests uh, earlier Bumper. tonight. Uh, we want to thank uh, Carmine Cardona uh, that was with us, and Mr. Burhan, uh, uh He was with us, Michael Buran. Uh We have, uh, well, let's see how much time we got. Before. Great guests. Yes. Oh, my gosh. How much time we got before eight our – Eight minutes. Uh, eight? Seven. Minutes? Uh, 7.3 minutes. Right. And in help. our – I think we'll play in about six. So, hey, uh, real quick
2: So there's no time for my radio trick roping tonight again? No. Well, maybe next week. Maybe next week. Uh,
1: Matthias, do <laughs> uh, you know what today is? I wonder if you remember what today is.
3: Mm, no, I'm not too familiar right now, actually.
1: Well, uh, you were at my wedding two years ago today. Oh, happy anniversary. Oh, that's that's right. Oh,
3: that oh, right. right.
1: And uh, uh, I believe you stuck around for the uh, for part of the roast. And uh, <laughs> do you remember how the uh, dance started? Uh, I think I had to
3: leave right before the dance actually started. I, I think I had to get to a, a, a news story. But anyway, uh, refill us in. Here's how it started.
6: <laughs> Are you ready?
1: Hey think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready.
3: Uh, I remember I I got there right as soon as you guys kind of started and then I stayed a little bit for the roast then unfortunately I had to take off but uh yeah it was it was interesting that was the actual first wedding that I actually have never seen uh Wearing tuxes and dresses and stuff like that. That was actually a pretty uh, intriguing way to do it.
1: Well, let's see. Do you remember what we wore? Football jerseys. And do you remember what the pastor wore? A uh, referee shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had an all-sports wedding. Uh, Penn, I wish you would have been there. Uh, 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 me too. Yeah.
2: Sorry, I missed out
1: on the yeah. activities. Right. And, uh, Congratulations. So you heard how it started, and uh, – we ended, actually, wedding the night, uh, we ended the night with my favorite song, and it was this.
2: I would say not very many. I've never been to one. All right. Good choice. Good, very good musical choice.
1: Right. So now, for those of you who uh, are wondering, uh, let's give kind of an update here on what we got going on here the rest of the uh, year for times off and what not. I do not believe that we have any time, any shows that we're not going. Well, uh, we're not going to be on Monday the twenty fifth, obviously, because that's Christmas. And uh, depending on uh, what. uh, Ohio State does. We may not have a show on the 8th of October either, uh, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, so, of course, you know, uh the end of the year, uh, we always take Christmas off, and uh, our first uh, episode out of the shoot uh, might not be until the 15th of January because uh, 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 you guys know what happens to be the first Monday of 2024? Do you know what day that is?
2: Uh, August 24th?
1: Mm-hmm. No. New Year's Day falls on Monday. Oh, I understand. Uh, so we probably will not be on the air that day Because you guys will probably be out of town doing some cool stuff, right? Or having hangovers. Hey, I come from b-
2: this end for, uh, for every holiday.
1: There you go. Uh, and uh, real quick here, uh, we got a few minutes here. Matthias, what do you got uh, going on in the wrestling scene this week or the weeks?
3: Oh, well, let me just uh, pull up here. Uh, I know I'm going to be busy with bookings the next. Uh, month or so. So right now it's looking like this. us to pull this up here. Uh, the 23rd, of course, I went to APW and I won my title back. Uh, this next coming weekend, I'll be in Laramore, North Dakota, for Below Zero Wrestling. Uh, then October 1st, I might be, I may be in Minneapolis for Rudo's promotion. Not sure yet. Uh, October 7th, I'll be heading to Sydney, Montana. Uh, for Flashback Pro Wrestling October 14th I'll be in Minneapolis For Rudo's promotion uh, Then I'll take a week off And then October 28th will be my first title defense um, It's scheduled against Jake Taylor uh, But if he cannot make it Then I'll be going against Nick Pride uh, Then October 30th I'll be going to the hopefully going to the Fozzie concert At, uh, at the um, uh, Sanctuary Event Center So if you want to come talk to your favorite wrestler And want, look at his title you could do that then, because I'll definitely be talking Chris Jericho with a title he has never won before and never, ever will win. Uh, then then I got really no other bookings for a couple of weeks until November 18th and December 16th. Uh, not sure what my next NSE title defense will be. I've not been confirmed with that, but if there's any promoters out there that want to get the man from Every Woman's Greatest Dream and uh, Every, Woman's Wor- or Every Woman's Greatest Dream and Every Man's Worst Nightmare out there, let me know. I've got titles to win. I've got success to have, and and uh, I'm ready to work, so just uh, get in contact with me. Let's do something.
1: All right. Well, we've got to get ready to go here. So, uh, remember, it's not goodbye. It's just goodnight until next week, every Monday night, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on 89.1 KENS FM. Be safe. Love each other. Care for each other. Take care, take care of each other. And we will return next week for more of this excitement stuff. So, stay with us, and we will be back next week. Until then... Hey, listen to 89.1 Ken's FM, and we are out.
6: You think you know me?